That's a great song. Although I don't know if former rock critic Von Palmer would agree with me on that one. Von, what do you say? Are you a Wang Chung fan? Yeah, it's kind of neat. Although, you know, they're kind of after my time. I'm sort of a, I'm sort of a disco era was my cutoff from being a rock critic. So, you know, uh, you got some village people there. I'd love to hear it. Really? I don't see you as ever having gone to a village people oh, God, show. the village people and 16,000 panting fans at uh, <laughs> the Pacific Coliseum. Uh, what a great show. Is that right around the time that their movie came out, Thank God It's Friday? Yes, and the after party um, at the Love Affair was something to behold as well, I See? can tell you. When, does that, when does that book come out, the Statute of Limitations has expired on that, Simi. <laughs> when does that book come out? I want to know all about those, those years of yours. I think you probably got some great stories to tell. Forget these political stories. I want to hear those Love Affair hey, stories. I went on tour with one of Bruce Allen's bands, uh, but uh, I draw a curtain over all oh. of it. There was no cell phone pictures, there was no internet, there was no social media, and I'm fortunate for all of that. I'll be, I'm sure the bands are probably fortunate for all of that, too. Uh, let's, let's talk some politics this morning. Of course, as always, we'll get our COVID-19 update. The number is a little bit lower yesterday, but as you're also pointing out, the testing was down, too. Yeah, so here in BC now, the, the number of tests they're doing fluctuates daily. Uh, the, so you look at how many of the tests turn positive, and it's running a bit over 2%, 2.3% of tests. Um, it was as low as, uh, well, it's actually w- under 1% at one point. So clearly the number of cases has risen along with the testing. Uh, the other thing that I think stands out when you look at it is Fraser Health region remains the real trouble spot in the province. I think about 4% positive testing rate in Fraser Health. And, um, you know, it's it fluctuates and it varies, but there are some dramatic differences. Here in Vancouver Island, the Vancouver Island Health region, what, seven cases in all? Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the 1,100 active cases of COVID-19 in B.C. are in Metro Vancouver in the two health regions there. So when we get to postmortems as we will eventually, I think one of the things we'll be looking for is why was there such a variation in cases in the outbreaks around British Columbia? Here in Vancouver Island, we haven't had one outbreak in a long-term care facility, though if you look at our demographics, we have the aging population in British Columbia. Yeah, and even look at the Kelowna situation, right? There was a problem in the middle of July that they got under control, and now we don't hear as much about it. That's right, and that's, I think, the other thing we'll look at when, as I said, we get to postmortems is why were some communities and some regions, did they respond so well, so quickly, and deal with it? Um, You know, the one that uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry herself has pointed attention to is is the Chinese-Canadian community in Richmond. Uh, Initially, I mean, it was... (laughs) We were calling it the Chinese virus, right, at the beginning, which wasn't fair, but it was actually where the virus started. And yet the Chinese-Canadian community responded very, very quickly and managed to do uh, their, I think, their case rate per capita in Richmond, which is, you know, a heavily Chinese-Canadian community, is as low as it is on Vancouver Island. So, you know, as I say, when we get to postmortems, there will be, okay, these are the communities, these are the places in B.C. that responded well, these are the places that managed to keep a lid on it, they're the places where we had outbreaks and they responded quickly and dealt with it. 
Overall, our numbers in British Columbia are still pretty good. Overall, our hospital rate is hospitalization rate is low. Um, we've done well. Uh, obviously, there's now room for improvement. It's interesting you say that about Richmond. I was at a Richmond store on Saturday evening, 100% mask compliance. Yes. Like, I was just really impressed with that. And it was a large store, too, and yet every single person was wearing a mask. Yeah, and uh, I get the emails. I uh, got an email on the weekend from somebody who said they'd been at uh, the waterfront in Harrison Hot Springs, uh, couldn't find a parking space, no masks, or very few of them. And they didn't stay. And, you know, again, we see this dramatic difference. We're all, we, we're all getting the same information yeah. about what it takes and what it does. But uh, we're responding very, very differently by community and by de- age demographic as well. Exactly. Um, One of the other things I wanted to talk about, though, is that surgery backlog, right, which was a big concern early in the pandemic when they had uh, cleared away all the elective surgeries to make room in the system. And they've been trying to catch up ever since. Yes. And they've done better than I thought they would. You know, uh, the the you go to the biggest complaint that Canadians have about the public health care system, it's waiting lists, especially if you're on one. And they canceled thousands of surgeries back in March when they decided they had to clear out the hospitals to prepare for a surge of cases, which didn't materialize, but it was still a precautionary measure. Uh, So I think it was, what, about more than 17,000 surgeries canceled back in March. And then when we started uh, working to clear the backlog, um, there was the summer problem because normally uh, people take their holidays in the healthcare system. Uh, normally, we do fewer over the summer than we do normally. So, uh, Adrian Dix reporting uh, yesterday, 66% of the surgeries that were canceled back in March have now been performed, and these are the scheduled ones. Uh, you know, it's. Uh, they're called elective, but I can tell you if you're waiting to have your knee done, it doesn't feel very elective because <laughs> I've had that no experience. Uh, and there's lots of others that are, you, you were not talking about fixing hangnails or talking about some serious stuff. So 66% done. Um, it will continue to take a while to clear the backlog fully because, of course, Names are being added all the time. There were people that didn't go see their doctors uh, for March yeah. and April. They're now seeing their doctors are now being put on the waiting list. So we were told up to two years uh, to clear the backlog. I think they've said it's going so well that it's 18 months. But, of course, also we're braced for second wave, which Dr. Henry just told us on Monday. She thinks it's very likely we'll have a second wave sometime after Thanksgiving. It's interesting, too, that you talk about uh, like the differences of down here versus other parts of the province. I know somebody who was making a doctor's appointment, one up north and one down here. Down here, you could get in person to see the doctor. Up north, not a chance. It's still all phone appointments. Yes, and the Northern Health Region had a technical problem. They had an operating room um, where it was uh, determined that the ventilation system wasn't sufficiently safe. It was sharing the ventilation system with other parts of the hospital. So they did not make as much progress in clearing the backlog as other regions. Now, mm. that problem's been fixed, and they're going ahead. 
yes. Also, some doctors in the province, as you say, are choosing to uh, do virtual doctor, uh, consult with patients online. That can be done. Uh, I have a checkup coming up, which I will be doing with my a regular checkup coming up with my family doctor, and that we'll be doing that online next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess if the well, I'll find out when I talk to him. But uh, I guess I'll hear from him whether or not he thinks uh, you know there's anything that right. needs to be looked at more closely. I also plan to ask him what he's hearing about flu vaccine this year, since uh, of course we're heading into flu season as well. And more for us to talk about. Hey, Vaughn, uh, thank you. Okay, well, by the way, Simi. we're giving you a nickname. We're going to call you Macho Man, okay? (laughs) That is Vaughn Macho Man Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. We'll have more when we come back.